Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks, picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing raps Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames then I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, it's the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. His stocks through the roof. I heard from with that guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% And he's spitting fire in Mike Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be with him Rappers hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind Howdy, welcome in on a terrific Thursday I hope everybody's off to a great start this morning and we are happy to have you in the zone with us today. If you want to join us at some point, 661-1037. You can hit us up on our... You okay? Hit us up on our uh, Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery feedback through our Listen Live button. And the Southern Structural Solutions text line, also up for grabs at 661-1037. Come on with it. Anyway, great to have you. we got the SEC release we're going to delve into. Devo Davis joins us at the bottom of the hour. Thanks to Guatney Chevrolet. We will visit with him about the upcoming game with Arkansas and Lipscomb on Saturday in North Little Rock. This will be his final go-round in Central Arkansas. And we will also hmm. visit with him about uh, last, last game out, which did not go great so much against Oklahoma. I also want to ask him about practices this week. Practice? We're talking about practice? Devo's gone through some uh, intense Eric Musselman training camp type practices. And Jalen Graham said yesterday that he felt like this was these practices this week were like the ones they had back in training camp. They were so intense. Devo's seen a bunch. I want, I want him to rate these practices this week, how intense they were compared to others. Uh, we've also got Barrett Salee coming up. We'll talk to him about the SEC schedule, which was released last night. We'll talk about that in a second. And also Quinn Grovey in the 11 o'clock hour mm-hmm. to talk about playoff games, bowl games, schedule release, whatever else he wants. Offseason, recruiting, portal. New quarterback. New quarterback. All the things. All the things. Anyway, uh, let's dive into the release and get your thoughts on it. And I already gave you mine off the air. I will tell you on the air. I don't think it could have been a whole lot better for Arkansas. You got no true back-to-backs, and you get buys before two critical games or two games you really, really want to win. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think if you'd polled Arkansas fans, these would be at the very tippy top of the list. You want to beat LSU and you want to beat Texas, and those are at the top of the list for a lot of people. A&M may get up there because of Arkansas's lack of recent success. Missouri's up there probably because of lack of recent success. But if you're looking at two teams you always want to beat, two teams you consider rivals, whether they consider you a rival or not, those are two. So I think you got to be thrilled with where the buys fall. Uh, the morning guys were. Uh, this was a, an odd argument. I, I didn't. I thought it was odd. That's that's fine. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people feel the way they do. They don't like Oklahoma State as a non-con, and I'm like, that's got to be a like 
program. Like you got to look at them as like they're kind of an equal, and that's a game you need to have a chance to go win. Like you can't get who's the worst team in the Big Ten. I mean, you want to play Northwestern? I mean, I don't know. I don't mind it. It's regional too. So like for the fans, it's great. I don't know. That was just that was out of left field for me. I guess yeah. you know we complain about cupcakes, and then you get a team that's like a pretty decent opponent, but not like it's not like you're playing. I don't know Michigan or and maybe maybe they'd rather play. They said they'd rather play Michigan and get their brains beat in than play that team potentially and lose. And I get that if you lose to a team that's kind of like you, that does suck. But I'm like, you should have a chance to go compete in that game and win that game. Everybody was excited about that game when it was announced like a decade ago, right? Whenever it was announced that they were going to have this series with Oklahoma State, everybody's like, oh, that's great. That's a great idea. Was Petrino here when they made that game? It might have been. Yeah. It was a long time ago, and, you know, everybody's like, well, it's a regional game. It's a team, like you said, very similar to Arkansas. I mean, they've been more it's successful than Arkansas yeah. overall, but that's got to be on this. That's an on-par game. No, I, I think – whatever. Um, wow. Yeah. The only negative I saw with this schedule was the front end of the schedule with a, a bunch of games away from not only uh, home games, but away from Fayetteville. And that had some, some I guess, students, some people up in northwest Arkansas upset that, you know, first game's in Little Rock, second game's in Stillwater. You finally get a home game, and it's September 14th against UAB. Then you, it's back out on the road to Auburn, back on the road at Arlington. Your first SEC home game is in October. That's the only negative I saw. I'll give you that. Um, but I think you're right. I mean, remember last year where we were griping about the consecutive road games and even the travel? A&M's a home game, but you're still traveling all those in a row. It's not like that this year. It's spread out. Well, I mean, the only other option is, and I look, I can, I'll listen to the argument you should open every single season at home in Fayetteville. I'll listen to that. But your options are flip-flop with UAB or, I mean, the La Tech game, I guess, but... You know, I don't know. I mean, honestly, the La Tech game on November 23rd might have made more sense here. It's a better deal for them, and it's a better deal from a standpoint of of fans because you have a tough time getting them up in northwest Arkansas over the Thanksgiving holiday or around the Thanksgiving holiday. The La Tech game was already set. That's one of those because the two programs worked out in advance, and La Tech has an opening that week. Arkansas has an opening that week. So that game was already there. We already knew it was I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about where you're playing. Playing it. Yeah, I mean, you could play Uh, that game in Little Rock versus – and again, you want UAPB. I liked it in Little Rock. It's great. But mm -hmm. if you want to play your first game, I'll listen to that argument that you play your first game in Fayetteville, and maybe you flip-flop and let the Law Tech folks travel in. I think they'd honestly be good. You might create a little atmosphere. It's not, you know, it's a little better trip for the folks from Ruston, too. So, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, if I'm a UAPB fan, too, like, I don't mind going to Fayetteville to watch my team play no. in Razorback no. Stadium. That's cool. That was the argument we made about the uh, A-State game. I think it'll, they'll pack out War Memorial Stadium. I think they could have packed out Reynolds Razorback Stadium for 100%. A-State. 100%. I'm with you. Absolutely. You bet. So if it's really about the money and you know getting people there, then you probably yeah. should have had that one there. But to me, that would have negated some of that argument. So I get it. I mean, you don't get a conference game until you know October. That's certainly frustrating. <laughs> but I like the fact you don't have true road games back to back until uh, at all. At so all. I mean, it's, and after this last year when you had that horrible four game stretch, this certainly feels a little better to me. It's tough. I mean, but get used to it. The new SEC is going to be tough. Adding those two opponents. And it's everybody. Everybody's schedule, it's killer. It's hard. Everybody. I had my brother-in-law texting me last night the schedule for LSU, and he's like, buckle up. Look at this. It's difficult. Florida's, Georgia, everybody's schedule is very hard. Oklahoma and Texas are coming into the league. It's not going to get easier. Mm-mm. Ten and two, you're in the playoffs. With this schedule? 100%. Nine and three, you might be in. Yeah, for sure. Because of this schedule. The strength of schedule is yeah. going to be insane. Yeah. How many nine and three teams are in the top eleven this year? None. Okay. The nine and three team LSU, I think, is the highest rated nine and three team, and they're just barely like thirteen out. or something. They were thirteen. Yeah. They would be two spots out. Yeah. I think Oklahoma is twelve, and they were ten and two. Okay. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. Uh, Georgia opens with Clemson. I mean, you look at some of these non-con games. I mean, poor Florida's playing. Who they play in the opener? Uh, Miami, and then they close with Florida State. So you talk about two tough. Non-con games, you got bookending your schedule. It's brutal. Florida finishes. Florida's last games in November on. They play Georgia in Jacksonville mm-hmm. at Texas, LSU at home. <laughs> you just went back to back back Georgia, Texas, LSU, then Ole Miss at home, 
They finish on the road against Florida State. Yeah. I mean, That's just hard. this year's rankings, Georgia's number five. Is that the way? Six. They finished six. Texas, number three. LSU, number 13. Ole Miss, number, what were they, nine, ten? Florida State, number five. <laughs> yep. That's their last five games. LSU is playing non-cons against USC. And who would you say the other big one was? Uh, LS, uh, UCLA. They're playing both the L.A. schools? Uh-huh. That's weird. Yeah. They uh, start in Las Vegas against USC, Nickel State at South Carolina. How about the K- UCLA at home? How about a bunch of drunken Cajuns in Vegas? That would be hey, fun. LSU's first home SEC game is a week after Arkansas. Really? Yeah. October 12th against Ole Miss. Okay. Well, it could be worse. Well, I think it came together pretty well. I like the buys where they fell. Um, I like the fact there's no back-to-back road trips. And... I like the fact that they're going to be home a bunch at the end of the year. You're home three or your last four. Whatever happened to the... Did they... Uh, I guess they never really continued the conversation. They never did play the game in Kansas City, right? The Missouri game? Because there was talk about yeah. putting an arrowhead COVID. one year. I think COVID did that. Yeah. That would have been fun, actually. I would love to that see That would have been cool. I went to a college game there once. It was fun. Iowa State played Florida State there when I was... I was here, I guess, but it was early. So Seneca Wallace was still the quarterback, and Iowa State almost beat him. But anyway, that's a great environment for a, for a college game, too. That would have been fun. Missouri's Power 5 is Boston College. Okay, that's a good one. If you're a Razorback fan and you'd rather have Boston College, I'll listen to that. That's a little easier out. But it's not a good game. It's not a, it's good, not a good game. game. Do you it, want an easy out or do you want a fun game? It's a home-and-home, home, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, well, I Razorback don't know. Fan going to Bo- I'm assuming Arkansas is playing Oklahoma State in home-and-home. Home. Oh, yeah. it's like That's like a... Isn't it a four-year deal? That sounds right. That they're playing... But I'm saying like a home-and-home home with a Boston college where you go to a cool city yeah. would be kind of fun. No, it'd be different. That's why I was excited about Notre Dame, because I mm-hmm. want people to have an experience to go to South Bend. It's incredible. Even the people who went to the Rutgers game and it was a loss, I mean, it was different. Piscataway's a turd. Yeah, but That's you got ter- to go to New York and New Jersey and travel you're close. and yeah, you get hang the, out. You're by the city. I mean, Piscataway's awful, though. Oklahoma's non-conference is Houston. Which is in conference this season. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From a conference game to a non-conference game. What is their... Who else do they have in knock-on? Temple. Oof. Tulane. Oh, Tulane's good. Tulane's pretty good. That's true. And Maine. Maine. Oh, the Black Bears. Wow. The Black Bears. You know, they upset Mississippi State back in the day. When Kroon was the coach. Not a good look. Texas plays at Michigan week two. That's fun. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Uh, they also play Colorado State, UTSA, which is good. You get two playoff teams playing each other in week two. Mm-hmm. And Monroe. Texas' first four games are all non-con. Who is Michigan playing in the playoff? Alabama. Oh, that's right. Maybe they'll be playing Texas Ooh, in the Texas playoff. Texas A&M plays Notre Dame week one. That's a good one. Yeah. Should be, on paper. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Texas A&M's going to yeah, look like. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to look like. The, the mass defection of uh, yeah. players. Oh I can't sit here and tell you I know how Notre Dame's going to be either, but it's too you know, good Didn't programs. they get a transfer quarterback? A&M? Notre Dame? Did they get Riley Leonard? They did. Yes. Talking about uh, Notre Dame, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, last year they got the kid from Wake Forest. Hartman. Yeah. They've done well with that. Auburn's got non-cons easy. Is it? Alabama A&M, Cal. Which they tri- you know they played at Cal this year. Cal's horrible. Uh, New Mexico, which is better, right? New Mexico's okay. New but Mexico still. State's the better one. That's oh, Jerry Kill. Mex- okay, and then Monroe, the guy that was at Minnesota, is there now. Mm-hmm. Monroe, yeah, that's, that's a that's a really good that's easy. that's easy cakewalk. Yeah, they should be four zero. Yeah, well, I heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Our question today is live. Go for it. How do you feel about Arkansas football schedule in 2024? And I added a picture in the comments if you need to look at it. With the schedule? Yeah. That's smart. Uh, love it, hate it, indifferent, couldn't care less. Okay. The <laughs> indifferent so far is 100% of the vote at nine. Nine votes so far. So. Indifferent? Yeah, that's that's got 100% so far. I don't know how you don't have an opinion about it. You either like it or you don't like it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I have no issue with it. I think it's pretty darn good. Yeah. I mean... What you, they could have put the buy before UAB. I think as a Razorback fan, aren't you used to getting kind of screwed over with the schedule? Yeah. They did not get screwed over with this schedule. Nope. Concur. Our questions of the day yesterday, <clears throat> what is the best Christmas movie? Christmas Vacation won at 56%. It's a Wonderful Life, 20%. Christmas Story, 15%. And then Other got 9%. I'm actually 
proud of the listeners that they put it to Wonderful Life second. That makes me happy because I didn't think it had a chance to win. Good for you. That way. And then our other one was, if you could choose one opponent for Arkansas to have a bye week before next year, who would it be? Texas led it at 66%. There you go. You got what you, you wanted. You got what you wanted, so quit your What crying. was second? Then you'd love it. Um, LSU, 18%. Oh, then you should you got really that love it. Yeah. You got what you wanted. Uh, Ethan makes a great point when Notre Dame plays A&M. Riley Leonard will be playing against his old coach, Mike Elko. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Should be an advantage, I would think, for A&M. Knows his quarterback pretty well. Uh, if you want to join us, 661-1037. Also, should mention that uh, Chris Alley's up today from Rock and Roll Sushi. I think Chris Cromless is going to join him. They're going to review a movie, but they're also going to talk about the North Little Rock opening of Rock and Roll Sushi. Tomorrow is the big day. So, if you live in North Little Rock and you are looking for a new sushi spot or hibachi grill, that's the spot. It'll be open tomorrow. I'm going to get a chance to go peek at that tonight. I'm looking forward to it. So, we'll look forward to having those guys in. And I'm actually really intrigued about this review. My buddy said it was kind of slow, this movie. Christian, what's it called again? It's a weird name, so we can't remember. I already forgot. Yeah, me too. Uh, but it's basically an end of Leave times. Leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. It's an end of times movie, as you would imagine. Um, anyway, so we'll see what he thinks about it. Let me get uh, Colin here. Looky here. Haven't heard from him in a while. How about it? What's up, Stan? Hey, yes, sir. Hey, hey, Justin, my man. How you doing, brother? Stan, my man. I'm good. How are you? All right. What's up, Wes? Hey, Stan. Hey, hey, I might have missed y'all talking about it because I just tuned in. Hey, check this out. I mean, y'all talk about the playoff game. They got a line on them games. They got a line on them games yet. You know, line on them. I'm going to hang them and listen to you, man. No. Thanks, Dan. Don't. Do they have a line on them? You know, I haven't checked the lines this week at all. Has has there been movement? Or are they pretty much kind of uh, established it? There's a half a point on the over-under for one of the playoff games. That was it. Everything else is the same. Um, you do have a uh, slate of bowl games this weekend, if you're interested. Started this weekend? Yeah. I told you this three times. You don't listen to me. What's new? Alabama, Michigan, point and a half. Alabama's getting a point and a half. Yeah. Uh, Texas, Washington, staying at four. It has not moved right. at all. I don't know if that's ever moved, has it? No. Over under adjusted to forty five and a half in the Michigan game from four from forty six. That's the only thing that's changed. Uh, Michigan's your favorite to win the national championship at plus one sixty, followed by Bama then Texas. Washington's your long shot at plus seven hundred. Hmm. This weekend, Georgia Southern and Ohio kicks it off in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. You got the Celebration Bowl with Howard and Florida A and M, Jacksonville State and Louisiana in the New Orleans Bowl, Miami of Ohio and App State. I think that's a good betting option here. We talked about this game at length on Oakland Game Day. Uh, Miami of Ohio's quarterback has opted out of that game, and App State have been on a tear until they ran into Troy in their conference championship game. So I like uh, I like the Mountaineers there. Talking about Jerry Kill, New Mexico State's a favorite in the New Mexico Bowl. Pretty good advantage for them. Uh, and then you got UCLA and Boise in the LA Bowl. UCLA playing a home game in Cal, Texas Tech in the Independence Bowl. And you Boise some lost these... their quarterback. I don't know if you realize that. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Uh, it, it kills me here that um, it's pretty funny. These teams playing basically home games, but also I'm looking at like Cal and Texas Tech, and I'm like, I was these garbage programs are playing bowl games. I looked at it, and I was like, ooh, Cal's in a bowl. They're terrible. Who are they playing? Texas Tech. Oh, they're terrible too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who to pick. But wouldn't you love to be a terrible team in a bowl game right now? If only. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. How many bowl games are you likely to watch this weekend? I mean, I'll watch them. Don't we have NFL Saturday? Yeah, we got three games. Well, I'll be at uh, Simmons Bank Arena Saturday all day for the doubleheader. Yeah, Not actually a doubleheader, but twelve and five thirty or twelve thirty and five. Right. Um, so I'll probably I won't watch anything Saturday Saturday bowl games. I'll watch. Uh, well, I'm going to be watching the Harding Championship game. That's about the oh, only yeah. football I'm going to watch on Saturday noon. ESPNU. Yeah, we had that question several times yesterday. Um, JK says, Justin, are you guys sending anyone to Montgomery to party with the Red Wolves fans, or do I need to call in with a special report? We are not. Uh, I think we had a little discussion around the building, and if they were going to anywhere but Montgomery, we probably would have gone. My uh, weekend sports guy's going, so if we want to get somebody on, we can get Josh to call in. He'll be fine. He'll be sending us sounds. When's he going? He is leaving next Wednesday. I'm totally kidding, too. I would like to have gone. We just have uh, there's a lot on the schedule and it's you know holiday time. It's just it falls in a weird spot. So we uh, called the media director for the uh, Camellia Bowl and said, "Hey, uh, media hotel, what is it? Where is it?" He's like, "We don't got no media hotel. We used to have one, but nobody was coming, so it was a waste of our time. So we don't even do a media hotel." Did he say we don't got no media hotel? Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my uh, Simon said he was the funniest guy. I mean, great guy, but he was also. Uh, 
He said what he, whatever he wanted to say. Low there country. was no filter. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, they don't have a media hotel anymore. They ain't got you're, you're on your own. You're on your own is what he told him. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. And he said, I can send you some hotels in, in Montgomery. He's like, I can I can find that myself. Do you know what the team hotel is? Uh, yeah. The, they, they do have a team hotel. Okay. You don't know what it is. I can't remember the name. Renaissance, maybe? I'll buy that. I don't want to say that. I don't want people going to stay at the Renaissance. And I'm over here trashing Montgomery. All. I've never spent any time in Montgomery, so I'm sure it's a lovely city. Beautiful. But, I mean, of all the bowl assignments, that's not really high up on the list. But, hey, it's better you than not been going there to a bowl. In four years. I would love for Arkansas to go to Montgomery for a bowl game against Arkansas State. I'm sure fun. there's some, something, some nice establishment in Montgomery that we would have fun at. Yeah, they have a bar. I mean, that would be fine. I'm sure we'd be just fine. Anyway, well, I hope the A-State fans turn out. they got to be looking forward to it. I do want to see Rainer. I'll watch that bowl game for sure. That's Wednesday, a week from Wednesday? A week from last Wednesday. A week from yesterday. It's the 20th. It's a Saturday. The bowl game is a Saturday. Is it? Yeah, they're A State's leaving Tuesday. Oh, it's the twenty third. Yeah, I'm stupid. My Same guy's leaving Festivus, on Wednesday. Twenty third. Yes. He'll yes. be there Thursday, Friday, covering it, and Saturday's the game. So it's ten days. It's a week for, a week from Saturday. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Thank you. What'd you do last night? All right, let's hit a break. You got glitter on your face. Where'd you go? I don't know. That's what Josh said. I have no that's idea. Weird. That is weird. I didn't go anywhere where I'd have gotten glitter. Take it easy, strip club guy. That was yesterday. <laughs> True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razorog update on Out of Bounds. Paying more than just 8% on your auto loan? Move your loan to True Service and cut your rate up to 2% APR. Sports Center. The SEC football schedule was released last night, and here is how things shake out for the Razorbacks. It'll be UAPB in Little Rock for the first game of the season. Then they head to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. UAB heads to Fayetteville after that. Then it's two trips away from the state of Arkansas as they take on Auburn and then Texas A&M in Arlington. In the month of October, it's Tennessee and LSU who come to Fayetteville before a trip to Mississippi State on October 26th. In November, Ole Miss, Texas, and Louisiana Tech will all come to Fayetteville in a row. Then on November 30th, the regular season wraps up with the annual battle line rivalry between Arkansas and Missouri, this time in Columbia. The big change this year, two bye weeks on the SEC schedule. Arkansas will have their first one on October 12th and their second one on November 9th. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, this is Trey Johnson here at H.J. Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. We want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. At H.J. Trailer Sales, we specialize in making your wishes come true. We have all your truck and trailer accessories. We don't overstock inventory because we know everybody has specific colors and uses for their trailers. Come see us at H.J. Trailer Sales where we make our customers the priority. Family owned and operated, check us out today at hjtrailersales.com or on Facebook. This holiday season... How will you celebrate? Stick to the classics or boldly forge new traditions? Because with Cadillac, there's no wrong way to celebrate. Where dynamic sedans promise holiday joy around every turn. And stunning SUVs invite you to seize the season in maximum style. This holiday season, no matter how you celebrate, Cadillac is celebrating you. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, you home for lunch, happy hour. And late night. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore. Standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on heavy glow. 10.30, we are uh, looking for Mr. Davis, Mr. Devo Davis. Ooh. 
courtesy of Guatney Chevrolet. Uh, coming up in a minute, we got some news here, and it's not good news. Arkansas defensive end Jashad Stewart arrested on burglary and criminal mischief charges in Washington County, hmm. according to 24-7 Sports. I've not read the story yet. Just saw the headline. But uh, that ain't a good look. Maybe it's a big misunderstanding. Maybe so. Maybe he's like, he took something from someone's apartment and they didn't know that he was taking, I don't know. I thought it was mine. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt until. You said that was mine. When we bought that, we could share it. And that, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Um. Okay. Well, we'll work for him. Uh, let's talk some NBA real quick. So don't turn it off. It's about discipline. You might like this, actually, for those of you who hate the NBA. Uh, Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely. We sat here and talked with Joe Klein at length yesterday about this. They needed to do something. They needed to make a statement. They have made a statement. And the statement is, you can't play here for a while. And I think it's the right move by the NBA. Now, I don't know what an indefinite suspension means, but we were talking yesterday, what did we say, 10, 15, 20 games? I was games? thinking it probably at least 15. Yeah, I have no issue with that. I mean, Didn't they need to make a strong statement to him. He just came back from a five-game suspension? Yeah. The choking incident? Yeah. How, yeah. He had played how many games? Somewhere between five and ten, probably. So, I mean, you, yeah, you got to send a message. We just suspended you. Mm-hmm. You just got off suspension, and you do this kind of stuff? And five, so five wasn't enough, obviously, for you to learn your lesson. Yeah. Well, again, I go back to the John Moran, and again, they're different things, but they, they got he got in trouble, and then he did it again, and it's like, okay, now we're hammering you. Yeah. And he got twenty five, right? Right. Right. He's almost done. Well, if Silver says so, they're having yeah. conversations. I know, but they're getting there. Yeah, they'll. Uh, I think he's set to return in like three games. Yeah. Three four. Well, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he's like, I want to go to, I'm a big Grizzlies fan. I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, it was, uh, it was our uh, shadow yesterday. He said, I'll wait until Jock comes back. I'm like, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. If you're only going to go to a couple of games in the yeah. season, you want to see the best. So, they're actually playing Golden State here, not too far down the road. they got a couple games of Golden State Well, you up. won't see Dre. Probably not. But I do want to see Ja. Um, speaking of the NBA, last night there was a an, an incident and it was in Milwaukee, and Giannis had a 64-point outburst against the Indiana Pacers, 140-126. to 126. Was this a franchise record? Yes. 64 points in a single game. It was very impressive. It was a little bit chippy during the game, and then afterwards, the Pacers grabbed the game ball. Now, apparently there's a couple of game balls. I'll let Rick Carlisle explain it in his own way in a minute here. And the way he describes the fight is hilarious, <laughs> uh, unintentionally. So they go after the game ball. Apparently, there's a there's a dust up in the uh, in the tunnel. Um, anyway, I don't think any punches were thrown, but somebody got pushed or shoved. In. Well, I'll let him explain in a second. So Indiana's argument is: Have you heard this? No. Their argument is they took a game ball because Oscar Sheboy, the former Kentucky Wildcat, scored his first and only, only point, point yeah. as an NBA player last night. That's why we want a game ball. We want to give it to Oscar, who scored a uh, point in the game. A free throw? Uh, well, yeah, it has yeah. to be. He only scored one point. He has not made a field goal yet. I'm like, maybe you wait till he makes a field goal. How about that? I guess normally that would be fine, but on a night where Giannis sets a franchise record in scoring, you should probably know that. It's like, yeah. So apparently there are two game balls. Giannis said in the press conference afterwards, he said, I don't even know if this is a real game ball. This feels like a brand new ball. It doesn't feel like it's roughed up at all. So I'm like, well, that sucks. But here's the other thing, too. Like, who cares? I mean, who really, I mean, do you really, are you that bent out of shape about a game ball? I mean, if it's your career high, sure, I guess. Franchise number, fine. I don't know. It just seemed like a lot to get worked up about. And it would have worked itself out. Like, you could have gone to the administration or the staff or the coach and said, hey, can you please have our GM talk to their GM and get the ball back? That's dumb. The Uh, game was at Indiana. No, no, no. It was at at uh, Milwaukee. That's what made it double weird. That's their ball. Well, that's another good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, or does the NBA own all the balls? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Rick Carlisle described what happened, and it is freaking hilarious because he said two words that you have heard before, but he says them in weird ways, like a guy reading them off of a piece of paper who doesn't recognize the word. We've all done that. Yeah. It's like you're trying to sound it out. It's like, and then somebody's like, no, it's this. And you're like, oh, duh. Like I did this one time with uh, solder. Solder spelled S-O-L-D-E-R. Yeah. That's weird. Solder? Yeah, I, I think I pronounced it solder. Somebody's like, that's solder, dummy. I'm like, I didn't know it was spelled like that. <laughs> oh, it was like, uh, what was the fish thing I did? I did the same thing with the fish deal. Salmon. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, with uh, with uh, a certain kind of fish, a type of fish, but there's a bunch, like sunfish and all that. Uh-huh. Oh, it was brim. Brim. You said brim. You said brim. Yes. Yeah. 
because I didn't know it was spelled like that, which is weird. It is spelled weird. It's spelled very weird. Anyway, I know I've heard of brim. I know brim, but like I was like, <laughs> it's spelled weird. Anyway, I am dumb. I will give you that. Anyway, Rick Carlisle, pick out the words. It will stand out very clearly <laughs> to you. He's very depressed about the whole incident. Clearly, he was uh, kind of embarrassed about the whole thing. What happened at the after the game was uh, was unfortunate. There was there was a misunderstanding about the game ball. Um, it was Oscar Shibway's first NBA official NBA point, so we always get the game ball. We were not thinking about Giannis's franchise record, so we grabbed the ball and. Um, a couple of, a couple of minutes later, several of their players ended up in our hallway, and there was a big, a big, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, a fracas, a melee, whatever. I don't think any punches were landed, but my general manager got elbowed in the ribs by one of their players, um, and so. He certainly has a bruised, bruised rib, and who knows, you know, if it's anything more than that. But um, unfortunate situation. We don't need the the official game ball. There's two game balls there. Um, you know, we could have taken the other one, um, but it didn't need to escalate to that. And so, you know, really just, you know, unfortunate <clears throat> third game we played these guys within two and a half three weeks so things are heated with the competition and uh you know i I understand all that but for it to come into the hallway was didn't need it didn't need to happen that way all right did you pick the words out melee yeah and fracas I've heard fracas before. I've heard fracas, it's yeah. frac- it fra- oh, I know. I've never heard it pronounced anyway, oh, but heard, fracas. Yeah, I've heard fracas. Well, I've heard fracas. The, he, sp- he did say melee weird, yes? Yes, he did, yeah. Thank you. What and fracas. Say? I say fracas, too, but I I was like, yeah, I've heard fracas. There's a right way and a wrong way to pronounce it. I don't know what it is. I'll look it up, but I th- I've never potato heard anybody say fracas. I've never heard anybody say that before. <laughs> anyway, that's not the only point. The other thing is, you know, I complain all the time about, like, mics not being good. And it's like like Eric Musselman was doing an interview after uh, the Oklahoma game, and the game was in Tulsa, but they the mic was actually in Norman, which I thought was weird. It was just so he couldn't hear him. That one was too close. I'm like, I don't need to hear your sniffle, and every time you open your mouth and I hear your dry mouth, like I, I, that's too close. That's too much. You can hear him swallow. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Anyway, he was clearly not happy about it, and he was kind of depressed about it. It was sort of a funny take to me, but anyway. Well, he was right. He said there are two game balls. We don't need the, yeah. the main ball. And now how it got to that point. Was Bobby involved in that? No, Bobby was involved earlier when things yeah. got a little heated, and one of their players took Giannis to the ground, and Bobby got over there and like got in that dude's face with his crazy eyes. And yeah. the eyes came out. Yeah, Bobby was hot. They almost came out. Yeah. <laughs> I popped on him. Anyway, it was pretty funny. The other thing uh, that happened yesterday, Charles Barkley is talking to Gail King. I don't know why. This he does could... a weekly like CNN oh, okay. segment thing. This could be a secondary uh, question of the day. How long is too long to get to be engaged? What are the options? I know what I his answer is, but... Over or under, I would say you go over two years, you're getting a little too long. That's kind of where Barkley's at. And Gail King says it needs to be less. I actually think the conversation was good. I never thought about it before. Now, I know people who've been engaged for five or six years before. Seems a little odd. Yeah, it gets to the point, what, what, what are we waiting on? Why do we get engaged in the first place? Yeah. Like, if you're not, like... You get engaged because you're ready to get married, right? At some point. Five or six years down the road seems odd to me. I'd like to know who the, who has the longest engagement. You had a long engagement... Send me a note. I want to hear your story. And why did you wait? I mean, unless you've got somebody who's stationed overseas you know, or something. I mean, that's different. Mind. Yeah, I get that. Or maybe you're just not really sure you want to do it. And there are long-distance like, relationships that you're waiting to, you know, I'm about to move there, but we're going to get engaged. And when I move there in a year, we're going to get married. I, a year is fine, I think. I mean, it takes a while to plan a wedding. They're not easy. No. no. A couple years even, I'm okay with. Yeah. Uh, Chuck says, says, well, anyway, I'll let you hear how long is too long to be engaged? Now, they were engaged for five years. Two. Two. Five, two, two is the number, Gail. Two is the number. Two is the magic number. Why? Why you do can you... only be engaged for two years. Hey, Why? a man know after two years if you're the one. And so if he doesn't propose after two years, what does that mean? Kick rock. Keep, keep it moving. <laughs> Gail, two years is plenty of time. I disagree with you that, about what? that. Because I think that when you get engaged, 
it means that you want to marry the person. So I like a year. I like a year. I think if Oh, you said it should be quicker. Yes, I do. Okay. I think it should be quicker. I think maybe 18 months, maybe 18 months, but I think too why do you say two? Because a year, because a year, you've gone through all the holidays. The families have met each other. If somebody's engaged to you for five years, which is in that case, what does that mean to you? Does that mean there's not going to be a, a marriage? I don't think there's going to be one. No, that's just okay. my personal opinion. Two okay. years is the max. You know, after two years, that somebody's the one. Yeah. Well, after two years, you know they're the one. Like you get engaged because you know they're, no, they're the, the, one. the one. Yeah. You don't like start dating them and get engaged you get engaged right away and the other go okay we're gonna be engaged for two years so i can see if you're cool or not it's weird i don't know where Chuck we're going from. to do this yeah that's why you get engaged but you get to, to let everybody know we're going to do this yeah and then you set a date i don't do know it. who she was talking about with five years but that's way too damn long right like yeah, you're engaged, i've heard of them i've heard of if that, you're listen let me just tell you straight up if you're you'd have to have a real good story if you've been engaged for two or three years and you ain't pulled the trigger and you ain't close I, I don't get, get it. Of, I get out of prison in five years. <laughs> I'll give you that one. There are probably some... Suits. Ex- there'd have to be a really extenuating circumstance. Wait, no, I've Mike, heard of people get, get married prison. in prison. He was in, he was in prison for like <laughs> five weeks. Yeah. What's up, Jason? Hey, man. No, you guys are thinking about it all wrong. One of my best friends uh, and his wife, they basically said, if we're together in 10 years from now, we'll get married. Hmm. And they did, and they're still together, and they're still very happy. And I think, I don't know, maybe 10 years is a little long for, for people, but, you know, five, I think, is a good idea. Because that, that way, you know, if you're still together in five years and you, you know, still love each other, then, you know, your marriage is going to last. Hmm. I mean, if so, that's something that you come to an agreement as, as a couple, that's fine. So were they years. engaged that whole time? Like, whole, you know, the engagement ring? She said and, five years engaged. No, I'm talking about him. His, I'm, I'm guessing it's ten years from when they started dating. Or if it was just an agreement yeah. in ten years, if we're, you know, still together, we'll get married. Or, I, I pro- get down on a knee, propose to you, here's your engagement ring, I want to marry you, but we're going to wait ten years. I'm guessing ten years from when they started dating. That's my guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm more concerned about Fracas pronunciation. Let's leave with the Siri. Fracas. 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 Oh, there we go. Yeah, but she says Acri when I tell her to call Justin Acri. That's she's, a name. That's not a like, word. Calling Justin Acri. Yeah, well, I'm like, are... no, it's Acri. Yeah, well, when my, are you gonna learn? Mine says John Nabbers too, but that doesn't make it that way, does it? And <laughs> yeah, names are different than words. Uh, I don't know where Devo is. We're gonna keep trying to run him down. We do have. Uh, Quinn Groby coming up after the top of the hour. We've got the Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires. Quinn, of course, presented by our friends at Bell and & Sward in Conway. And at the bottom of the next hour, we've got our buddy Barrett Salee. We'll get his thoughts on all the schedule and how it all came together. Also got to talk some college hoops last night. Something happened that I've got to mention. And it was sadly not shocking. But, man, I'll tell you what, how the great, some of the greats have fallen. It is remarkable to me. 1044, we'll take a timeout. While we're waiting on Devo, let me tell you about Guatney Chevrolet. Right now, they have some awesome deals, especially on Silverados. If you need a new truck before the end of the year, take advantage of what's going on at Guatney Chevrolet right now. They have a huge selection. they got close to 50 Silverados. Uh, hopefully, they only have like 30. Hopefully, they've sold about 20 since we've been telling you about these great deals on the Silverados. they got some out there that get 30 miles per gallon, and there's $10,000 off. $10,000 off Silverado's right now at Guatney Chevrolet. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. And, of course, it's not just Silverado's. They've got a lot of vehicles, a lot of 2024's, getting rid of the 2023's. And they got a good selection of previously owned vehicles. And they're still looking for quality-owned cars. And they're paying top dollars for those cars, trucks, SUVs. They're going to give you a good deal at Guatney Chevrolet. And some of the cars out there right now, you get 1.9% financing. So don't worry about financing rates if that's the big thing for you. They've got 1.9% available on some of those vehicles out there at Guatney Chevrolet. Head on to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Go see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Open phones on the other side. 661-1037, unless we find Devo. 661-1037 or uh, hit us up on the Southern Structural Solutions text line or the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery and Hot Springs live fan feedback. I'm talking about 
Elliott's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican hibachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elias, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elias Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elias Mexican Grill in Moralton. Great news. Stocking stuffers at Bell & Sword in Conway. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Are you shopping for Christmas gifts? Bell & Sword has everything for men. Athleisure from Bori, PJ and hoodies from Saks, Cologne, Basque, Epop. Clothing, Peter Millar and Johnny L. Quality, Martin Dingman. Leather goods and shoes. Expert staff with free gift wrapping. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street on Facebook and Instagram. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Looking for easy holiday gifts for the adults on your shopping list? You're in luck, and so are they. The Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is a winner wonderland. Scratch-off tickets make great gifts and start at only a buck. And players win more than a million dollars every day. Share the gift of winning with everyone on your list. Give scratch-offs. They're easy fun with a chance of easy money. Join the winner wonderland. Gift, scratch, and win today. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier or online at WhitDavis.com. Welcome back in the zone. Get into the show by texting us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. Now, let's get into the zone. All right, welcome back. A couple things. 1048, if you want to join us, 661-1037. Hit us up on our live fan feedback or our text line, which is uh, presented by Southern Structural Solutions. I think Aaron's coming up next week, speaking of uh, Southern Structural Solutions. Uh, my friend Andre says he and his wife dated seven years, engaged two more after that. I was like, dang, dude. That's that's vetting the process pretty well. That's thorough. How long were you uh, engaged? Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think... I think nine months, ten months, okay. eleven months, or it could have been a year and eleven months. I can't remember. Less than two years. I know we That's a huge we got engaged though. right around her birthday, so that been November, and we were married in August, August thirty first. So less than a year. I, I can't think. remember if it was a year or less. Yeah, I can't remember. That's weird. Christian, how long were you engaged? I think it was less than a year. Sorry, he's answering the phone. We were married in oh two. I remember that. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. All right, so what do we got for feedback? Uh, between segments would be a good time to be a leaper, lip reader. <laughs> Somebody was watching us turn an animated commercial break. Sometimes I think about that. I'm like, I hope nobody's reading this because this is probably a <laughs> private conversation. My wife and I, this is just Chuck. My wife and I dated for five years before we got engaged. It wasn't because we didn't. Sorry, Chuck. 
What happened? Did you delete it? It wasn't because oh. we didn't believe each other was the one, but it was because both of our lives were kind of a mess when we started dating. Once we got engaged, we were married in less than a year. That was over 22 years ago. Yeah, I don't have any problem with people dating for a long time. No, but I don't if, once you get engaged, like, what's the point? Like, yes. why aren't you pulling the trigger unless you're not able to do it? Like, you're physically not able to be in the same place at the same time. I get that, but I don't understand why otherwise. How long were you engaged? A year and a half, I believe. Okay. I think that's probably... If you looked at averages, I bet that's probably close. Yeah, dating is figuring it out. Right. Yeah, and then once you figure it out, that's when you get engaged. And then once you get engaged, that's the time, to me, it takes to plan the wedding. Yeah. And then you get married. Is there a point in time where it becomes you've dated too long? To get engaged? Or... You've been engaged too long to get married. No, like you've you've dated this person for like ten years, and it's like eh, I'm not not sure. It's like I'm sure there are some people who date for ten years, and they're like, okay, it's been fine. Why why mess it up? We're good. I mean, there are people that think that way. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Uh, <laughs> and your Siri call knocked all of us app listeners off the app. <laughs> How's that happen? I don't know. Did I say, hey, Siri? I didn't even no, say you, I don't you, think you no, did. You, no, you oh, I said Siri. I said Siri did it, but I didn't say, hey, mm. I didn't say, hey, before. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't know how that works. I'm sorry about that if I did. Uh, from the 501, my wife now, we are together seven years before we were married. Been together 26 years now, married happily. Once again, were you just dating seven years, or were you engaged Gage, seven right. years? Yeah, that's different. I think we got some people confused about what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're talking about actual engagement. Engaged. Not, not, I don't care how long you're together beforehand, but once you put a ring on, I don't understand why you wouldn't try to go through with it in the next year or two. Yeah. I'm, there are some circumstances. You're like, I don't understand that. But you're like, I didn't know part, I was going to get cold feet until I put a ring on it. Now I'm freaking out. What about Deion Sanders? He was engaged for seven years. Was he really? Mm-hmm. He's Deion. He can do whatever he wants. Man want a long engagement, may want a long engagement, because the woman wears an engagement ring. They are marked as taken, but the man still <laughs> appears available. That's a good point. Yeah. It's like, I don't actually want to marry this bra, but I don't want anybody else trying to hook yeah, up with her. She's so got a ring on. I'll ring it That's up, mine. and I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Melee. That tends to imply punches were thrown. I think it was more of a fracas. That's from Kev. <laughs> Not a fracas. By the way, happy birthday, Kev, today. Mm, happy birthday, Kev. Stan says he thought it was spelled Brim, B-R-I-M. Yeah. Thanks, Stan. Appreciate mm-hmm. you being with me. We're both dumb, turns out. <laughs> I don't think that's Stan dual court, dual threat quarterback. This no. is a different Stan different that likes to ride in. That's dual Brim. That's dual Brim, Stan. Justin got glittered by a dancer named Star. He paid extra for the pixie dust. <laughs> you got you, you got it. You got to go to the bathroom and get that off during the top of the hour break. It's distracting. Can you see it on the camera? I wonder. I oh, I, you got to. You yeah. You have to. I don't have any idea. It's on your left <laughs> cheek, and it's just a certain angle when the the light hits it. It starts to it sparkle. Shimmers. I think that's darling. I, I that's being festive. <laughs> I don't see any glitter, Wes. Uh, but Josh said something about it this morning too. So I don't know. Uh, this one from the 501. Just, I have been doing a lot of Christmas parties lately. Maybe I'm just like seeping glitter out now. Maybe I just soaked yes. it up. You got stock, you know, stockings with glitter on it. Somebody puts a stocking on your head for fun and some glitter falls off and it's on your cheek. And Sure, that's where I got it. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. Thanks, buddy. Uh, from the 501, Jashad Stewart arrested on burglary charges. Yeah, we talked about it. He says Crutchfield is set to sign December 19th. Christian, I have not heard that. Is that new? Because I thought Crutchfield had announced he was, he was signing in until, February. Yeah. So that, I don't know what that would mean, if that's good news or bad news. When's the um, when's signing day this, this winter? It's Actually, it's not the 19th. It's the 20th, I believe. I believe it's next Wednesday. Is that the 20th? Today is the 14th. It's yeah, the 30th. Next, yeah, next 20th. So I think it's the 20th, not the 19th, is signing day. Oh, you know what I just realized? And was Jashad Stewart still a part of the... Is he even able to come back, Christian, or is he done? Seems like he's he's been been around for a long time. Yeah, I'm not sure what his year is. He may have a COVID year. This one, Luke says in Fordyce, that looks like we're losing a defensive end. Jashad Stewart arrested. Let's find out the details. Um, It's early. Yeah. Maybe there's an explanation. Yeah. Uh, I got to give. Uh, can I can I mention this? Last night I want to give uh, Little Rock a little credit. They won last night against te- Texas San Antonio. Roadrunners are five and five now on the season. Little Rock improves to five and six, six. on the year. Five and two at home. 
But that's not the biggest thing. They won 93-84, which is great. Happy for them. Arkansas State has had kind of a... Oh, let me go back real quick. What? Little Rock shooting percentage last night? Uh-huh. 50% from the floor. Right. Okay. 50% from the three-point line. They only took 18. Nine that's of 18. Good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You, you'll win a lot of games doing well, that. Well, I'm more impressed by the fact they went 26 of 30 at the free throw yeah, line. Yeah, they shot the ball great last night. Good for them. Great. Go ahead. All right. Arkansas State's had an up-and-down pre uh, non-conference. Four and seven. They were 0-5 on the road. Yesterday, they got their first road win at Louisville. This program is in the trash can. No offense to Arkansas State. I don't mean that against them. Louisville had a... They won two games last year. Yeah. Remember remember Bob Holt pointed out to L that they had already won more games at Arkansas than he won the whole previous season? They were 3-0. And somebody said, damn, Bob. But, yeah, they are awful. And they decided to retain the coach, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Golly, bro. I mean, this is bad, dude. I mean, that's not good. They're four and seven now. It was their four and six. It was the first time they had a double-digit home loss against an unranked team in the non-conference in like fifty years. I think it was the seventies. It's just like you're at Louisville. They got outscored by fourteen in the second half. Arkansas State was up twenty at one point. That's crazy, dude. You're at Louisville. This should just never happen in basketball. You should be good at basketball. How can that happen there? How? I mean, you you should be able to get the Kentucky leftovers in that area and still be a really good team. And it's not like Kentucky's just getting kids in that area because Kentucky's nationally recruiting. I don't know. That's It's baffling, honestly. I don't, I don't see how the head coach makes it through... The season. The season, yeah. I mean, there were national guys tweeting last night following this game, of course giving A-State love, a little love, mm-hmm. but it was almost like backhanded compliments um, that he should be fired last, like after the game yeah. last night. Didn't they have a player leaving the transfer portal like two days ago? No, he's, he uh, Louisville announced he was leaving and had entered the portal. He tweeted out, Oh, yeah. I have not entered the portal. I have not even expressed my desire to enter the portal. Yeah. Louisville tweeted out that he is in the portal, and he said, no, I'm not? Yes. It's okay. a mess. Dude, that program is a joke right now. That's crazy. What a mess that is. Golly. I kind of feel bad for him. A uh, guy from the 501, thank you for passing this along. Crutchfield said last night in an interview with Nate Olson that he is signing early. And Deshaun Stewart is a super senior. He has one year left. Gut says that's a good good thing for Crutchfield. Signing early. Yeah. And he was up on the hill last weekend taking pictures. Did Bobby Peake, they went down there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. First Friday. The Friday after he... Uh, mean, him he, and then Russell? Did they go to, yeah. they go to Braylon's house? Mm-hmm. The same and they trip? went to CAC and saw yeah. Grayson. So they made the, the trip, but the first one they saw was Crutchfield. Gotcha. All right. We got uh, Quinn Groby coming up with, after the break. Brought to you by Bell & Sword, also the Red Wide Report. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. Like diamond cross pendants starting at only $99. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Join us Friday at Guatney Chevrolet for a 103.7 The Buzz double shot. The Zone followed by Out of Bounds. It's the end of the year, 